Hi, you're listening to Saints Unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Seals. Seals are amazing animals, and we have seals in the temple. And in the temple, we also play music by seal, like Kissed by a Rose. What a song. I know. What a song. Alex Boye's cover of it is also very good. He did a cover of it? Yeah. If you can cover Seals, Kiss by, from Rose, by Rose. Kiss from... Wait, how does that song go? From? It's not ringing a bell. This uh, is a trap. Because uh, no one can do it. Kiss no by one. Rose. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so how come, how, how do you get married? And uh, you got to go and you're like, hey, let's do it. And then you, you're forever. This is why I just like come out right at the beginning and I'm just like, we're going to talk about temple ceilings. But but how does a ceiling work? Uh, good thing you asked. You find a, a person, you know, a man finds some girl he likes or a girl finds some guy he likes. Hi. Hi. She is cute and helpful and she really seems into me. Then you get approved by your bishop. Then you get approved by your stake president to get your marriage recommend. You then go into the temple and you perform the ceremony that binds you by the holy Melchizedek priesthood authority to be together for this life and for the next life. So in our church, we do believe that marriage is forever. Not just until death does your part, but forever. Forever! But if you get married outside of the temple, are you married forever? No. I, I don't know why I'm asking questions yeah, like, no, I'm, like no. Dora the Explorer. We could probably like, drop the weird shtick now, right? Um, but... What do you got here, David? <laughs> David's okay, the only so, one who's actually been sealed in the temple to yeah. his spouse, so maybe I, I he should the, actually talk. The cavern of knowledge on this subject, I guess. But, but the thing is, is like... Uh, you can get married civilly, and it's the whole till death do apart thing. In our church, we believe you can be married for eternity... And to do that, you have a temple ceiling, not like a ceiling or a seal the singer or the, the animal, uh, although as cute as they are. No, we're not talking about the animals. We're talking about temple ceiling as in like a, a binding together. Yes. Um, and so what happens is you go into a ceiling room. You've got the bride and all of her guests come and sit normally on just one side of the ceiling room. And they're just in like normal Sunday dress. But they still um, have to have their temple recommends. They still have to have temple recommends. The groom comes and he's got all of his friends and family that he invites to have temple recommends and they're in their Sunday dress on the other side of the room. And then the bride and the groom uh, wearing their sacred temple clothes and we'll put a link in the description to a video about those yes. uh, for more information about that. There's an altar and you kneel across from each other at the altar and there's a sealer who's essentially like a... a Pastor like or a pastor. minister or, or a yeah. reverend. Reverend. I don't know. He's yeah, the guy that, different names. that officiates in the sealing ordinance. And so he says some words and you guys, you know, make covenants together, promises to each other uh, and to God. And then you're sealed for time and all eternity. And normally it ends with a kiss. I think that's more traditional than anything. Yeah, I, I think it'd be interesting to see if other cultures do it differently. But every uh -huh. sealing I've been to, they always say, and you may kiss the bride if, if you want, you know, and it's like cute. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people have told me like, after they've been married and stuff, how fa like they're surprised at how fast it is, how simple it is, mm -hmm. you know, because, oh, yeah. because they build up in their mind that this is this huge grand ceremony. And if you participated in, in any of the temple ordinances, some of them can be like quite lengthy, but the ceiling, 
in all honesty, it's very quick. Oh, yeah. uh, you got a question? <laughs> I, I I I got a question for you because um I was reading hey. in the Bible when they're talking to Tennessee, uh, talk, talking to to, to, to Jesus and and he says when you and, and, and there ain't gonna be no marriages that are gonna be given in heaven. You ain't gonna be married to nobody. Isn't that what the mm. Bible says? In the uh, in the resurrection, they aren't given or given yeah. in marriage. That scripture. Well, I, I I don't care about it's a, it's a I don't know what resurrection. I mean, I I, I don't I, I'm talking about heaven. Um, ain't gonna be no 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 wedding rings in heaven, boy. So like, that's the devil talking to you. <laughs> um, that's like my first. Read the whole chapter because you'll find that it actually out of context. The context clues really say a lot about the situation yeah. and why the Savior said that because it had a lot more to do with um, a woman um, who was without a spouse because her husband had died. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it was a question of who will she be with. The Savior is correct. Well, one, they're trying to trick the Savior, right? They're trying to believe, well, who's she going to be with if these stipulations happen? But he says, guess what? In the resurrection, you know, they're not given in marriage, which is why we get married here on earth before the great resurrection and we do our temple work on behalf of those who have died already so we can get that done before the resurrection which is the judgment in which ordinances must be done another thing that's interesting is oftentimes people think that marriage is just for this life because you're uniting together and you're like holding on in this sinful world but god commanded adam and eve to be one together before sin had entered the world so it's not like marriage is just this thing that's contingent on sin. It seems to be there before, and it's definitely going to be there after. The more you know. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> just like all the ordinances in the temple, they can be, you, you perform them like first for yourself, but then you can perform them for deceased ancestors as well. We have baptisms for the dead, temple endowments for people who passed on, and temple sealings. If you have ancestors that you want sealed together for eternity, you can do yeah. that vicariously. Interestingly enough, if, like, I'm sealed to my wife, and one day when we have kids, they, they're already sealed to us because she and I are sealed together. They don't need to be sealed to us in another ceremony. Um, but if you're doing it vicariously, uh, you do seal the children to the parents. If you're, if you're doing sealings for people who have passed on, you seal the man and wife together, and then you seal the children to the man and wife. Not to each other. Not to the, each sibling, but to the... The parents, right. which is just a fun fact for you. Also, one more point about vicarious or proxy sealings. About Vikings. One more point about Vikings. If you are sealed uh, on behalf of deceased ancestors, that doesn't automatically like seal them together. Like they don't have a choice in the matter. They have the responsibility <laughs> and agency to accept that right. or reject it. We're not just yeah. like pairing people up and forcing them to be together when they don't want to be. Yeah. No, that would I'm just horrible. imagining heaven just a bunch of miserable, like you're stuck with the family <laughs> that you hate, you're just miserable, and I was like, this is heaven? You know? Nope. One thing that might come up once you're married for a long time, though, is what if you really don't like each other? Or what if you found sure. out that the person you married actually is an evil vampire, emotional vampire, you know? Or I'm just I'm just explaining a lot of the bad things happen sometimes in marriage. Sounds like a very specific thing. Yeah, it is fine. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, um, but divorce—that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes marriages are can be very unhealthy, even though they happen in a ceiling, and people need a divorce. One thing you need to know is that a temple marriage or ceiling is a covenant with God, meaning we keep our part, and so we get the blessing. So He keeps His part. If you're not keeping your part, which is 
you know, loving your spouse and keeping all the commandments, then you're not going to receive the blessings, including, you know, living together for forever. So yeah. if your spouse leaves leaves the church and does all kinds of horrendous things or stays in the church and does all kinds of horrendous things, you're probably not going to be together because they didn't keep their part of the covenant, but you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure um, if you stay faithful, then you still... You still receive you, all the blessings. You have all the blessings. Exactly. So. Um, but there are situations where it's, it is necessary to get divorced. And we're not going to say when that is. That's up to you and your life and your bishops and whoever you want to talk to about that. But it is possible to get unsealed. Yes. To, yeah. to break. To have it uh, annulled. 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 Like that's in an funny. ideal world, of course, like God doesn't want that to happen. But we right. don't live in an ideal world. We live in a fallen world. So sometimes it happens and it's tough, but sometimes it's for the better. But is divorce a sin? Uh, yeah, I think that's one of those things that depends on your reasons for yes. getting divorced. It depends on circumstances. Wait, are you saying that circumstances and context have a lot to do with situations? You shouldn't just take one verse in, in the Bible and bash people with it to make them feel bad? <laughs> I feel like that's a, like a projection very... pointed. Ah! <laughs> what you don't say? I think, I think a lot you. of people... No, it's not... <laughs> but I, I was... No, I was... One of my favorite um, Christian YouTubers... It was talking about divorce, and the comment sections were like, divorce is a sin. You should never do it such and such and such. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Just, like, people, like, use your brain. Right. Use your brain because God wants you to and understand that things have nuances and complexities. You don't have to be so flippant and blatant about a very serious I, I think we make the mistake of trying to fit the gospel into our understanding at the time. Yeah. Which sometimes is very binary, you know, very, yeah. we're very black and white. It's so easy if we could just fit it into these boxes and yeah. it doesn't work that way. It just does it. So we have to expand our minds yeah. to, be able to, to be able to understand it instead of trying to fit the gospel into two. Um, well said. And well, we have a whole episode about divorce with Holly, right? She's great. We love Holly. She was great. I uh, think I was in that episode. I know. I, it's always, I just yeah. remember like. I think I was in that episode. Was <laughs> I in it? I think I was. And well, And I think another thing that's important about this, and we're probably going off but Rachel's not here. She can't stop it. But uh, is, uh, every time I go off, Rachel's like, quick you, quick you, quick you, quick you. Or she's like, you can't say it. You, I thought we have like 30 total clips of Rachel correcting me mm. from the beginning of the show. And I'm like, quick you, stop. But we, we do believe that marriage is forever because this is a pattern in which our Heavenly Father follows. Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother are sealed together. They are married. And so we do that. This is why a lot of people... Um, will think that our, our you know, marriage just follows the pattern of Adam and Eve. It turns out Adam and Eve are following the pattern of Heavenly Father and Mother. So that's why marriage is such a serious thing for us. And that's why it's a very important doctrine because it's quite literally who, how God is able right. to be God. In right. A sense. It's an eternal cycle. Yeah. And all of God's laws here on earth are laws in heaven. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that's why Levis says, like, we'll be sealed on earth and in heaven mm-hmm. because... It, they're, they're dual. It's a duality of yeah. nature that we have as being earthly beings and spiritual beings. Um, and we have a video about that, about Heavenly Mother. I think we've talked about that a few times and very well worth your time. Yes. Now, you might be saying, uh, my parent, my dad, and my mom, you know, maybe there's some infidelity. Maybe such and such happened. Um, we don't know how each individual case goes. Right. Um, there are some people who have cheated and have been excommunicated because of it. There's some people who have cheated and have not been excommunicated because of it. Um, we don't know the situation comes down to God, you, your bishop, stake president, that whole thing. Um, what we do know is that the atonement exists. Yes. So it's not like if you're, you know, let's say you're married and the husband and the wife like watches porn or something, right? Obviously that's a sin. You shouldn't do it. Um, but you know, repentance 
is still allowed in the parameters of marriage. So uh, just because you make make a mistake in marriage doesn't mean that your temple, you know, your eternal ceiling is annulled. Uh, just because you, you know, do perform one of the highest ordinances doesn't mean that everything, right. like, all right, you've got to be perfect now or else you're done for. Right. Uh, but you do have to be faithful to one another. But also you have to treat your children well, too. Right. There's a part in the Family Proclamation of the World where it talks about how, you know, you have a duty to be a good parent. And if you, you know, you're not good to your children, like, you're going to be accountable to God for that. Right. So, when we see with Laman and Lemuel, you know, how many generations of sin are on their head because they taught them poorly. Yeah. So make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yep. All right. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you'd do it, David. Yeah, it was a trap. Wasn't it? <laughs> it's a trap. Um, and comment below. Give us your thoughts about this episode. Tell us if you like the new set. I do. Also, hi, Mr. Atheist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what my favorite part about ceilings are? The fact that you're not alone in it. Like, you've got your spouse there that can help you out. And you're yeah. in it together. And that's, you're striving cool. together. I want to get one higher than the ceiling. The attic. <laughs> Cut it. Cut it. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.